Hey folks, I'm a little bit late on the upload today. It is Thursday and it's noon my time, which means there's no episode up yet. It was supposed to be up at 10 o'clock. What the hell, Brenner? You had, you had nothing to do. Uh, you had one thing. You had one thing to do. You screwed it up. Not true, folks. <clears throat> today is a little bit different because... The other day I reached out on a couple places. I think the the Gamma Facebook page and the Gaming Industry Facebook page. And I, I kind of put it out there. If there's any retailers who want to get on the show and just talk about what's going on with their store, what they're dealing with, because, you know, Corona, lockdown, shop closed. It's a, it's a drag. So... Um, I said, if there's any retailers who want to come on the show and just talk about what they're dealing with, how they're dealing with it, what their successes are, you know, assuming that they're having some, which I hope they all are, you know, and then just at least get the word out there for other retailers. Cause look, I, I, I have the feeling that even though, you know, everyone wants the best for everybody, that there's some folks out there that have a, a game store that are just not doing well and they maybe feel overwhelmed. And this is an easy way to just listen for a half hour, about 45 minutes. Listen for about 45 minutes to, to the show and go, okay, you know what? I didn't realize that this might be an option for me to try. You know, the guy I talked to today, uh, his name is Kylie T. Primus. Never met him before in my life. Met him an hour ago when we were chatting, uh, really nice guy owns a shop named games unlimited games unlimited. And, um, you know, quite frankly, he's dealing with everything that everyone else is dealing with right now, but he's got some really good ideas and you'll hear about him on the show and, uh, hear what he has to say and how, how, what he's doing. It's, Kylie T. Primus from Gamers, sorry, from Games Unlimited on Brenzor's Dead. Hey, Kylie T. Primus, how are you? I'm doing well. How about you, Jason? Uh, living the dream, buddy. <laughs> as best we can. I mean, you're out in SoCal, so you don't have to worry about the weather problems that the rest of us have. Uh, you know, and you say that, and yet today I am, I'm freezing my behind off in here. It's, uh, <laughs> what is it's it, like 70? Six, it's like 62, my friend. <laughs> 62 here is like, we're going outside. We're going to have a good time. Uh, I know it's shorts weather. It's, you know, everybody's running around. It's springtime. No, well, I'm bred for the West coast here. I'm, I got a blanket on. I'm cold, man. <laughs> yeah, I grew, I did grow up out there, but I have very quickly gotten used to having seasons for one thing. What part, uh, where, where'd you grow up? Out here? Uh, I grew up not in the great part of California. I grew up in Visalia, if you're familiar with it. Sure. Uh, Central, absolutely. Central Valley area. Um, mm -hmm. I don't go back if I can help it. <laughs> but uh but you know it, it's nice out there if you're in socal if you're in the bay things like that those are those are nice parts of the state it's all right it's got its um well there's 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 pros and cons like there is everywhere else oh, sure. <laughs> so um so you know interesting 
uh, for you know people listening right now, um, we're doing a little bit of a different show uh, today, and we're probably going to do several more of these as I've gotten some requests from from a lot of folks. Um, I don't know Kylie T. Primus at all. Him and I have never met. <laughs> I, I don't know me either, so this will be a great exploration. The, that's that's what we're trying to to accomplish here. <laughs> um, but I thought you know right now with all the nonsense going on with the the coronavirus and the lockdowns and and small businesses and uh, having issues, uh, specifically in the gaming space, which we've all loved over the years, and it really is something we rely on so heavily from uh, from a day to day perspective, for so many reasons for entertainment, for social gatherings, for uh, just like a safe place to go and, and spend some time and, and play some games. I mean, it's they're so important. So what I'm trying to do is um, get some retailers on the show to talk about uh, what they're going through and how they're managing um, the successes that they might be having right now, which can be shared with hopefully other retailers um, that may be struggling as well. Uh, when, and quite frankly, there's a lot of them, <laughs> right? So uh, Kylie... You know, I, um, it is, it, first of all, since we don't know each other, <laughs> it is Kylie, correct? You got it. Got it first try. <laughs> okay, nice. Um, cause I've had issues. Names are my kryptonite. They have been in the past. I just tell people um, to imagine me as a five foot two Australian pop singer and you got it. Hey, <laughs> I know where you're going with that one. Hey, she was great in the, what, 80, 90s, 90s. Yeah. Like early 90s, oh, something like that. Oh, yeah, I, I was I was a I'm a kid of the '80s, so I remember Kylie Minogue. All right, yeah. um, I mean, I mean, some so of the more geeky yeah. listeners may know her as uh, Sonia. What? No, not Sonia. Who were she? Not Sonia. She was in. She, she was, was in the Street Fighter movie. Street Fighter. Uh, yeah, Cammy. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Look, that might uh, that might be where I uh, found my definitive fondness for her as well. <laughs> She pulled it off all right. That's all I'm going to say. Best you could do in that train wreck. (laughs) That is a true statement. So listen, um, you, I've been kind of looking over your uh, website, your Facebook page. And first of all, kudos on your website, because I think first and foremost, uh, any game store, it's very helpful to have a very easily navigatable website. Uh, It's clean. It's pretty. Um, and it gives you like a lot of good information. So, uh, why don't you why don't you start out by talking about your store and maybe your background of why you started it, um, how you got into the whole business, and you know, then we can go from there. Sure. Uh, yeah. So the store is called Games Unlimited. It's in Pittsburgh. Uh, it itself has been in business since 1978, so it's it's got a venerable history and. The way I appreciate you saying the website looks good because the website looks really nice compared to maybe the store itself because it's been in business for 40 years in the same spot <laughs> okay. um, and has has had no work done on the inside um, other than minor cosmetics. So, uh, But I like to think maybe that's part of its charm. Um, sure. I Well, it's familiar, right? right. I mean, everybody exactly. goes in and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you when you've been in when you've got a business that's been in business that long, yeah, you get the people coming in like, ah, I bought my D and D figures here in the '80s when I was in college, and the place hasn't changed. And I kind of cringe and go, I hope it smells better. But, <laughs> nice. uh, but uh, yeah, so it's been in business forty years. I've been in the industry 
about eight or nine years now. Okay. Uh, so my background has nothing to do with gaming. Um, I was uh, a philosophy PhD student for most of my adult life until I decided to to quit that and not go into academia. And uh, I had moved up to Pittsburgh uh, to be with the woman who's now my wife. And I was working at a coffee shop across the street from Games right. Unlimited. And after we got married, we kind of got into board games and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I didn't realize there was this big hobby. Now, I, I did have a background. I was a big video gamer. Uh, back sure. Then. Uh, same. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, I was actually writing. My dissertation was partially on like video games and moral interactions in virtual worlds and stuff like that. So I was a little wow. primed for, for, for gaming. It wasn't like I was a complete... Right. Neophyte. Um. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's funny because as similar as they are in terms of, well, it's a game, it's a game, vastly different experiences. Absolutely. I, I come from both sides as well. Like I'm a video game. If video games are in my DNA. They will be forever. Um, I mean, I, I can't, I don't even want to go into like down that rabbit hole, but I mean, if, if you don't think Zelda Link to the Past is the best game of all time, we'll have issues. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you best Zelda game for sure. Okay. All right. Fair. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but I mean, in, in terms of how it relates to tabletop gaming, while they're both the same experience in like critical thinking in some cases and, you know, a variety of other um, facets, they are different, very, very different when you mm -hmm. sit down at the table. And it's something, I mean, I mean, almost all retailers, I'm sure, uh, can relate to this. You know, you get people coming into your store all the time, especially when you're a store that just does board games, right? Like I don't sell video games, you know, I'm, a lot of hybrid stores. I don't sell comics. I'm just board games. And people come in the, the uninitiated and they're like, how do you, how do you stay in business with all the video games out there? You know? And, and I tell them like, it's, we stay in business. Part of it is because of all the video games out there. People want a face-to-face -face interaction. Um, they, they like the fact that, you know what? I have to know all the rules. I can't rely on a computer to, to do everything. And, and frankly, I think it's, I don't know how well the store did. I think the store kind of coasted by in the 90s. Uh, but I mean, when video games were easier, for lack of a better word, more social, um, you know, like I think about growing up, I could play in my Nintendo with my grandmother. I'm not handing my grandmother an Xbox controller. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Fair enough. And, yeah, and most enough. of it, even when it's multiplayer, most of it has to be multiplayer online. You know, the whole, mm -hmm. the success of the Nintendo Switch is it's, it's like a return to the couch co-op, you know, couch gameplay yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, and video game or board games sort of brought that back. And, that, and that's why I think they're still successful. And that's what turned me on. You know, I, maybe unlike you, I really don't have much video gaming in my life anymore. Uh, mm -hmm. Other than because of quarantine, I picked up Animal Crossing for my little girls to play, uh, which really is me playing. Uh, Your <laughs> little girls, yeah, Eric. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, when I discovered board games, it was just like, wow, I, I love this. I love that I have complete control. I have to, I have to know how all the pieces move. I love the face-to-face -face interaction. Everything about it was just a, a, a flip, a switch flipped in me. And, and there's something so visceral about walking by a table and seeing a setup of, you know, whether it's beginning of the game, mid game, close to end game, what have you. But seeing that, you know, just meaty, crunchy, you know, world that you have on your dining room table now, whether it be miniatures or just cards or what, whatever game it is, could be Splendor, you know, mm -hmm. 
but it's just there's something about just seeing like trying to figure out what's going on if you're just a passerby because i there's been many times i've walked into a game store and i've just seen a game set up and i'm like what you just got my attention i've (laughs) never seen the box i don't know what the hell it is but you have my attention now and i want to learn more and that's something video games have never been able to do because unless you're in like you know I, in the 80s, you looked at box art and you go, oh, this game looks great. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? And that's all you had. But so it's, it's a little bit like that. But I mean, you can really get a sense of I'm going to immediately like this thing by looking at it on the table. Yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. But yeah, because you, you come in and, you know, watch someone play in Call of Duty and you're just like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a stroke. Right. Exactly. I'm having an epileptic fit watching these explosions. Going on. I can't play that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> What's to be fair, you know, you walk in on somebody playing, you know, a Vital Lacerda game or something with all these pieces all over the board. You might have the same reaction. <laughs> I True. I mean, there, there's definitely like a happy medium where some things can be overwhelming to look at for sure. But I, I, you know, I always in my head go to something like Descent or like Mansions of Madness or something oh, yeah. where it's just, it's, just it's so inviting to try to figure out what is going on here because you got monsters, you got detectives, it's sort of pulpy or it's, you know, dungeon crawly, which, you know, always harkens back to our D and D, you know, days right. of like your, where we would sit in the pizza place and, you know, play D and D. But even a, even a great card game, like for example, like, quite frankly, the game that got me into the industry years and years and years ago was the decipher star Wars TCG, oh, nice. CCG, excuse me. You know, because you walk by the table and it's like, oh my God, I'm looking at a Star Wars story that I didn't that I didn't know existed, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, I I, I love the inviting feel of tabletop. Yeah, that, that is a that is a really good point. Really good point. Um so so yeah, I I had sort of gotten into games and started going into Games Unlimited, uh, got to know the owner, and a few months go by and I'm I'm getting nowhere on job search, you know, because my I didn't want to teach. I was trying to find maybe administrative stuff at the universities, getting nowhere, still working at this coffee shop. And I look at my wife one day and I said, you know, maybe I should open a game store. Now, <laughs> this is this is probably the story of most game store owners. Got zero business background whatsoever. Right. But just thinking, right. I love this thing. How can I, you know, how can I turn this into a way to make money? Um mm-hmm. And she said, well, go, go talk to Bob. Bob was the original owner of Games Unlimited. Go, you know, go tell him. And I'm nervous. I don't want to be like, hey, I, I kind of want to be your competitor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but he and I had sort of developed a rapport. He knew, he knew about my skill set. He knew that like, I you know, was educated but not finding a job. And, and he himself, I mean, at the time was in his late 60s. No kids, you know, never married, no kids. And so I told him that I was thinking of maybe opening a game store. He said, do you want to come? I'll teach you the business and sell it to you. Like, I want to retire hmm. soon. Um, wow. you know, we can do this old school apprenticeship type of thing. Yeah. So nice. That's what ended up happening. I worked. Uh, he taught me everything. I mean, at that point, he's a person who'd been in the business for almost 35 sure. years. Um, sure. And uh, I bought it in 2015. And now he babysits my kids. Oh, that's great, man. That's great. So, I mean, you basically walked into a pretty good um, setup because like you said, it's been around for years and years and years. I'm sure there's a baked in clientele there. Oh, of course. All that. So did they, did you notice any kind of, um, not not downturn, but any kind of change in the clientele once you came in or was it just business as usual from, from day one? Well, change, yes, but change for the better. Um, Okay. You know, so 
it is, you know, I'm not I'm not spilling any of Bob's secrets. But he told me the whole time. He's like, listen, you're you're young, you're excited. You know me. I've been in this industry so long. I'm jaded. I don't care anymore. I just kind of want to get by. Sure. Bringing me on is going to hype up the energy in the store. You know, and and he had sort of long since stopped really paying attention. He had actually semi-retired before that, um, moved down to Florida, left the store in the hands of one of his managers, and that didn't really go so well. So he had to come back up and uh, right the ship. But, right. you know, he just, you know, he was, he didn't have that spark of researching the games and, you know, knowing what's coming out. And me, you know, like a lot of people, you get into this hobby, you dive in both feet, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah. Well, I was able to like, okay, I know this stuff. And then sort of turn around and be like, okay, how does this relate to business? You know, what are the things I can do? You know, he didn't have a Facebook, the store didn't have a Facebook page before that. Uh, it had a website. <laughs> you like my website. You should have seen the website that the store had in 2013 because it sure. looked like it was made in 1999 because it was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think that's key to a lot of success in any um, small business right now is, you know, you have foot traffic. But then you have web traffic and that web traffic, you don't know how, I mean, you have no idea how far it's reaching. So you right. really need to make it look as, or, you know, user friendly as possible. Right. And, and social media and everything too. And we don't, we don't do 100%. any sort of online sales. Uh, we used to, uh, but you know, that's just, you know, a lot of stores do that. Um, and that's a whole other side of the coin that right. I just don't get into. Right, right. And there's a variety of reasons to avoid that too by, you know, from publisher standards and, you know, things like that too. So, I mean, I, I, I get it. Um, so let me ask you this. So you, you clearly have a successful business, everything is going great. And then, you know, here we are like mm -hmm. jump to today with, um, the closures and this and that, um, how are you finding, I mean, are you doing anything to still, um, you know, help your consumers and your clientele? Are you doing curbside kind of thing? Like what's, what's the, the routine now? Yeah. Um, so the routine for me now daily is, is I just try to connect with my customers. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm in Pennsylvania and our order, our shutdown, non-essential business shutdown order basically says we can do nothing. Um, right. uh, even it's, it's unclear about shipping um, because, wow. you know, when you're dealing with, with we have the non-essential business shutdown and there's also the stay at home order. So then you get into like, even if it's like just me, if I go to the store to ship a box out, well, am I violating the stay at home order? You know, right. it's just, it's unclear and people can and probably are like fighting it or skirting the edges. And um, that's a bigger discussion about stores doing that. But I sort of made the decision when the shutdown order came down to say, all right, you know what? I'm done. Throwing my hands up. We're going to close it out. Um, I did give my customers one day. I said, because when they when they made the order here, they said, starting tonight at 5 p.m., you know, everything's got to shut right. down. We're going to enforce it on Saturday. Right. So I said, listen, Friday, you know, put on newsletter, guys, this is your last chance. And I was doing curbside at that point anyway, um, uh -huh. but just sort of saying, you got to get something now because we're shutting it down. Yeah. Um, so now, I mean, a somewhat privileged position. I had a decent war chest built up, so I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about making next month's rent or anything like that. Uh, sure. And a lot of stores are not in that position, so I can completely sympathize with that. But I've been able to just say, commerce, I'm not doing. 
Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and I and I kind of do a hard line on that because, of course, you're going to have friends and family, and you know, when you run a game store, what's the line between friend and customer? And so I'm just like, nope, and and it sucks, especially. Uh, maybe you know this. Jigsaw puzzles are huge yeah. right now. I know. I mean, flying off the shelves places. Pay, pay, places don't have them. Targets out. Walmart's out. I got customers saying, "Hey, can I get puzzles?" And I got a store full of puzzles. <laughs> oh my god. But, you know, they're just going to have to sit there. Well, are you finding that, like, um, maybe customer customer engagement through your website, like with videos or daily? Like, do you do any kind of daily interaction yes. to where people – because I would think what you want is when your customers wake up in the morning, you know, they have their coffee, they have their breakfast, whatever their, their routine is in the morning, at some point – you want them to go to your site and see what the latest news is. I would, Absolutely. I would think. Absolutely. Okay. And that's, that's been a big part of what I'm doing, trying to continue that community engagement because we do have a great community. So, I mean, I saw it firsthand before I even started doing anything, right? Right after we closed, orders for electronic gift cards just coming in, coming in, coming in. Like people, you know, buying $50, $100, $200 electronic gift cards to use when we reopen. You know, right. and I just blew me away. I'm sitting here going, That's awesome. these yeah. are uncertain economic times and you're throwing money at me. <laughs> right. You know, so I made a practice, you know, I write, I write emails to all those customers and thank them for that. Um, and then what I started doing uh, is, so a strange thing, strange to me uh, at my shop started years ago doing a Facebook live unboxing. So every Thursdays usually nowadays when we get our new shipments in. I have one of my employees pull up the camera. I pull out the knife and I just Facebook live me opening up these boxes, talking about what's in them. Oh, here's this new release. Let's talk about it. Here's a restock of this game we sold out of last week, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, I was doing it uh, because Facebook live was new and they were pushing it. So you'd get more views that way. For sure. But my customers love it. Like if there's okay. a week that goes by that I don't do it, I get emails. Hey, where was the unboxing this week? Um, so I said, well, I can't do unboxings. What if I do Facebook Live from my house and just go through my personal game shelf? Nice. Okay. So what I do usually four or five times a week, you know, I turn on the camera and I'm just, I've just been going through my personal game shelf. Let's, let's go through this line. Here's this game. Here's what it's about. Oh, sorry. It's out of print. You can't get this one anymore, but uh, you know, or this is one I like and the same way that I would do with the unboxing. And sure. Again, that's customer engagement. I got a lot of customers I see popping on live, asking questions. Um, and that, that's been a great way, you know, for me, keeps me sane. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing right, something. but it keeps them engaged in doing something. So I think what is the really important takeaway here are, to me, I got, you know, it's three things. Number one, you have to have the customer engagement, even if you're closed. Mm-hmm. You have to have, and, and this is really, again, for other retailers who might be listening, um, you have to have that customer engagement. So on a daily basis, not, you know, not a, not a, like a, and I don't want to sound like, you know, they're bad because newsletters are so important, but it's. To me, I would think it would have to be on a more personal level during this time. Like you want a video, you want a, a, a even if like a five minute thing of, you know, just daily check in of what you like, what is going on. Like you have your unboxings and your other videos. Right. Um, Facebook Live seems to be a perfect uh, way to get the word out there as well. Um, if you you're looking for a platform to do it on, that seems to be great. It seems to be working for you quite well. Yeah, but I think. I think one of the um, biggest things, 
and I was going to mention it, but you, you beat me to the punch was if you, if you can have a gift card option, God, please do it because, you know, people, they are going to want to, people are looking for ways, number one, to support their local game store so they can, you know, it'll be there when this is over. And if you don't have a gift card option, which quite frankly is probably the only option for most people at this point, you know, because there's another one I'll talk about, but yeah. Oh, great, 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 great. Um, Because, you know, with lockdown, like you said, you know, (laughs) the the lines are blurry, but they're still pretty, you know, you kind of know you have to be home. So it's it's just if you're anticipating like a package for this or a shipment of that, it's going to be really dicey at best. Um, So if you don't have a gift card option, please look into that. That seems to be a wonderful opportunity for your store and in kyle if you have another option please shoot right yeah no i would i would definitely second that the gift cards should be easy um i do it through square that's our point of sale but i know Mm -hmm. that there are lots of options and so many companies have been opening up their their options for free you know right now we're getting a lot of things like hey we know you're closed normally we charge you you know 15 bucks a month to do e-gift cards we're making it free. Like, go, go do that. So nice. uh, it should be something that, that you could set up pretty quickly if you're not already doing that as a retailer. Uh, second big option. Uh, so when you go back to the gift cards, what you're thinking is, just like you said, my customers want to support me. They want to do something. And the first thing, of course, that comes to their mind is I want to buy something from you. And that's where I'm getting the emails like, hey, can I stop by and pick up this? Or that? And, you know, and I just kind of have to say, I'm drawing the line and saying no to that. Uh, but they'll say, you know what, if you if you want to support me, <laughs> kind of test them a little bit, right? Uh, is, right? Are you really supporting, wanting to support me? Or are you really just wanting to get that hot new game? Because uh, if you really want to support me, buy an e-gift card, you know, boom. You know, it, t- it does require trust. They have to trust yeah. that I am going to be here <laughs> when this is yeah, all over. That's, that's um, true. It's part of the reason why I'm so grateful for them doing it. Uh, but the other big thing, there are dozens of publishers who have started retailer initiatives. I'm looking at your. I'm looking at the page on your site right now, and I was going to bring this up, but go ahead. Yeah. This is a great, great opportunity for publishers and retailers, mm-hmm. quite frankly, uh, yep. and customers. Uh, this is actually the most important thing. Yeah. So, so these publishers are basically have programs in place where if you tell your customers to go buy direct from the publisher, and they say, "Hey, my friendly local game store is Games Unlimited or Games and Stuff, Millennium Games, whatever it is," um, they will send that store a cut of the sale. Uh, might be 20%, so, 25%, might be 50%, just depends on the publisher. So I'm looking over your um, site right now and there's uh, basically a link where you can say like, these are the publishers who are supporting us. And if a- any retailer should really look hard at this option, um, because these are really wonderful publishers. Like for, you know, I'm going to run down the list really quick here. You have arcane wonders, you know, Brian Pope is a wonderful businessman. He wants to help out. He's a great guy. The whole, the whole team over at arcane wonders is, is awesome. You have burnt Island games. You have deep water games and distribution fireside games, another wonderful company. Um, fog of love forbidden games, uh, game brewer, gatekeeper games, Greenbrier games, Haba yellow, um, I mean, the list goes on here. Japanime Games, KTBG, um, Metallic Dice Games. You have Modif- Modifius Entertainment, mm-hmm. Portal Games. Um, you have r r Games Incorporated. I mean, come on, Dandy Lorenzo. Oh, Dan's amazing. It's one of my favorite right? people. <laughs> right? I mean, and so basically, White Wizard, here you go. I mean, everything. So 
Hey, and I if think you're that, looking for Star Realms, go that, over to White Wizard. I think that list, uh, that just reminds me, I need to update the link because I updated that list yesterday, but I don't think I updated it on the website. Pale Grain Press is on there now. Uh, nice. A couple other people, I forget. So basically, if you go to their site and you, there's a link to on um, the Games Unlimited page where you can just order right from, say, for example, White Wizard Games. Mm-hmm. You put a note in there of, I got this from, you know, Games Unlimited or something along those lines, right? And then they'll actually send you a cut of the sale. So it's not cutting you out. Right. And I mean, and, I mean, it's not cutting us out. And frankly, often it's like, you know, when I, I've been getting these deposits to my PayPal account and it's like, that's, that's pure profit money. Right? It's not right. even like I have to look at that and cut it in half because of my cost of goods. I had no cost of right. goods. Um, right. And then, and, and, uh, you know, you could definitely look at the one on my site. Uh, if you have access to Gamma, retailers who are members of Gamma, they've got that list up too. And they're updating yep. it daily. That's why I go there every couple of days like, oh, new publishers. Let me go ahead and add those. And some of the publishers you need to reach out to and get a code like Haba, I think was like that. But you just send them an email. They'll give you a code that your customers can put in. Um, and, you know, so, yes, it, it it's it's great for publisher retailer relationships you know i get a good warm feeling i like these publishers that are helping me you know it's a little bit of money is it is it going to be enough money to keep you open if you're about to go under no um but it's you know it's it's helping right it's helping but the big thing for me going back to customer engagement my customers want to support me my customers Mm -hmm. feel guilty when they buy games somewhere else including direct from the publisher. And this gives them that made. I've gotten so many emails from customers like, oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad this company's doing it. I'm totally going to do that. I also get lots of emails. Hey, is company X doing it? I really want to get this game. And I have to be like, "Mm, not yet. Sorry. Um, But, you know, my customers are going to remember that company, just like I remember that company. And they they get to get a game now during quarantine. And I know not every publisher can do this. Maybe their warehouses have been shut down for quarantine. Uh, Maybe the logistics are too much, like, I don't harbor any ill will against publishers that are not doing it, but I'm highlighting these companies. So my daily, you know, when I do my purview over the game shelf, I did one earlier today. Uh, I highlighted Deepwater. You know, I went and I talked about some Deepwater games. Uh, sure. Put a link there. Go go buy games from these publishers. Uh, it's really a great thing. And it, can, and it makes you feel like, you know, even if your store is completely closed, you can do nothing. You're still engaging. You're still getting a little bit of revenue. Um, you're making your customers happy. Well, and again, it's it's a really nice circle of life, right? I mean, it's retailer, publisher, consumer. I mean, that's that that's a pretty good pretty good route to take. Now, just really quick, um, could you? How did you get? In, how did you find out about the publisher program, and how did you just get involved with it so that you so that other retailers can go? Well, I, I really want to do this, but you know, I'm not familiar. I know you mentioned the Gamma page, and I, I would hope most of the retailers that you know are in the Gamma organization and go to that page to find out. But how did you do it? That, that was, that was it for me. Um, just okay. Being, well, <laughs> there you go. I mean, I don't know, you know, yeah. I also hope that most retailers are part of Gamma. Um, uh, I don't know if they've like opened up that information to non-Gamma members or not, um, or what sort of you know wall, if any, there is there. Um, but, uh, you know, and you can also, if you want to do the, the drudge work of it, just go contact retailers. You know, sure. I've con- or not retailers, publishers. Publishers. You know, I've yeah. contacted some publishers on behalf of, you know, because my customers said, hey, I want to get Game X. And, you know, the bigger ones I don't hear back from, obviously, but uh, you can just start going on a list. Hey, do you have some program? Do you have some program? They'll let you know. Um, 
or like I've posted this, you know, a lot of retailers are hopefully involved in some of the uh, forums on Facebook for retailers and industry folks. I've posted my newsletter there so that people can see and just tell them to crib liberally from it. You know, this is sure the, we want this out there. We want the publishers to get the money. We want us to get the money. So that's, that's basically been my, my route to it. So, and you know, the other thing is if there's a retailer out there without a social media page and like, it doesn't have to be the best thing in the world, but just at least get a page up so that your customers can try to, you know, try to have something. If you don't have a website, you know, in lieu of that, or, you know, you, you should have both if you can. Um, but if you don't have a social media page, please get one up and there, you know, it's very quick. It's very easy. Um, won't cost you anything to start it. And at least it's something where you can do videos immediately, immediately. There's no warm up period or anything right. like that. Um, you know, you can start talking to your people and if they're in your area, they, they're going to know that it's you and, and that kind of thing. So, um, do you have any other, you know, recommendations that you would give the things that are working for you? Um, Oh, let's see. So we're doing the gift cards. We're doing doing the publisher stuff and, and just staying engaged. Oh, I've been doing um, virtual happy hours. I mean, a lot of people have been doing that sort of thing. Sure. But I've been doing them for the store. So I've been having Games Unlimited virtual happy hours. I actually got the idea from Stephen Bonacore, who's been doing Stronghold virtual happy oh, hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I so I just send my customers out. Hey, if you're interested, I'll send you the, the Zoom link and uh, we get together for four to five minutes from now. I mean, first couple, we were just chatting, like, how's everybody doing? You know, the early days of the quarantine. Now we play games. Um, last week, uh, I, I hosted a game of Just One. Uh, this week, I'm going to try to do a game of Spyfall, you know, because there's a lot of games that you can do that way, uh, especially right. if you have someone willing to moderate and not play. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that's another way to just stay engaged with the community, you know, because this is a way that not only can my customers engage with me, but guess what? You're now on this, you know, this Zoom call or whatever. Oh yeah, there's that guy that you see at the store sometimes too, and you guys can chat and you know right. have that bit of community feel as well. Uh, and that's totally. I mean, and how many people do you usually have on your happy uh, hour? I've had about up to ten. You know, not a ton, but not bad. Enough, nice. You know, and not well, so many that it's unwieldy. But. Right. I mean, that's the thing. Like you, you know, you have a ton then i mean yeah you could get a little out of control so uh kind of defeats the purpose i think 10 is like a nice cozy number you know it's it's just a little bit more than a fireside chat right. but it's enough to where people feel like it's they're in a game store you know yeah, absolutely and i think that's you know i i just think right now with all this the sense of community and the sense of belonging and the sense of togetherness um virtual uh, you know, is so important and you have to keep that going if your doors are shut. So I think it sounds to me like you're doing the right thing, man. I mean, you know, I, from, from everything I could tell, but you know, I don't own a store, but I, <laughs> you know, geez, I've been to a lot of them and you know, I, unfortunately there's some in my uh, area that just aren't doing anything. And I just think, well, oh, God, you know, what are you going to do? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't. And that, and that is the thing. I mean, you, you need to do something because the fear, right? This is always the fear of game store owners, right? Uh, people are going to turn away. They're going to go, they're, they're buying online because it's cheaper or this, that, and the other. Well, guess what? They can't buy from you right now. They right. are being taught to buy from Amazon straight from publishers because yeah. they don't have another choice. And that's not your right. fault. And it's not their fault. But they're going to learn a habit that if you haven't been engaging them and reminding them of everything that you do, 
they might not come back when yeah. you open your doors again. Well, it's true because it's just going to be, you know, it only takes uh, a little while to create a habit, but it takes like, you know, 30 days to get rid of a habit. Right. And I'm telling you, the longer we're in this situation and, you know, we don't know how long this is going to go on. So it really benefits any store out there to just keep your customers coming to you, you know, online, you know, virtually. If you're not selling anything, gift cards, you know, it's such a good option. Absolutely. The publisher option is a wonderful wonderful option. I'm so glad publishers have decided to do this because it's just a it's just a way to show that they want to help a game store and I think that's the most important thing right now. You guys have to stay in business, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean you really really truly do cuz as great as Amazon is, you can't go to Amazon and play a game, right? You know? Right. So well, look man, uh I really appreciate you coming on here and, you know, just taking a, a few minutes to talk about your store. And is there any plugs you want to give yourself? I mean, do you have um anything that you're that you want to focus on in the next week or so that people can tune in and see or or anything special coming up? No. Um you know, we just oh, come on, <laughs> man. It's a free plug time. I know, free plug. I'm like, oh, BGX was last Saturday, except it wasn't. Oh no. Um, oh, I know. Yeah, I, I'm kind of taking it day by day. So I, I would definitely encourage people. You know, if you go to our Facebook page, if you just search for Games Unlimited, if you want to see my face talking about games, uh, I'm about to the end of my game shelf because <laughs> I don't actually have a super. <laughs> Large, you know, I got customers that have thousands of games. I maybe have about 150 in my house. So I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm at the end of my game shelf, but I'll find right. something new and exciting. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, just, just, I mean, the people listening, if they're, you know, if they are just consumers, yeah, support your store if you can. Contact them if you can. Ask how they're doing, you know. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. my big plug that I always tell my customers too, just play games. And this is your time. Yep. <laughs> I mean, look, we all have that disease in tabletop where like, you know, there's just games we haven't opened. And, oh, yeah. you know, in some cases, there's a lot of them. Uh -huh. in, in my case, there's too many. <laughs> uh, now's a great time. You know, there there could be a very uh, undiscovered gem in your collection that you just don't even know you have. So now's the time, folks. Absolutely. I, I got to tell you, I played uh, Endeavor for the first time last week. It's a game that I've been okay. wanting to play for years. Just, it was out of print and then it came back and you know, there's so many, so many games and man, I have just fallen in love with that game. And I'm excited about it because I'm excited when the store opens, I'm going to be able to share this game with people. I mean, it's been on my shelf, right. you know, right. but I, I didn't have a demo copy in the library. I didn't talk about it. I hadn't played it. So I'm going to be able to come back and be like, guys, there's this game. Yes, it's from 2009 and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And, well, you know, that's, I mean, those are the things we find. I mean, like right now I've got, I've got a stack that is, that's looking at me every morning when I get up and, you know, I, I, I don't know how some of these things happen, but I've been doing this for, like I said, like 15 years and I've never played King Domino. Mm -hmm. I never have. So, I mean, that's on my, that's right on my table right now. I mean, we, now we, I, I did buy the Wonder Woman uh, game for my wife, mm -hmm. the, the new one that just Challenge came out by Ravensburg. Something like that. Yes. I mean, I got to, I got to bust out the rules for that one because we got to play that, you know, but I mean, we're trying new stuff that we haven't, you know, played before. Um, what did I buy recently? Because uh, it just looked amazing. Oh, Sanctum. Oh, about yeah, Sanctum. Yeah. Now, I, again, I, I picked it, <laughs> when I got the box, I was like, oh, 
this is heavy. <laughs> so it's going to be one of those experiences. Okay. So I'm working my way up to that. But I mean, you know, now's the time. Yeah. Like one of the things I, I find trying to look at the positive of all this stuff, you know, we're never ever going to be in this position again where we are like told to stay home. <laughs> well, we hope and, not. Well, true. I'm, I'm, <laughs> You don't think there's another one of these right around the corner, man? Come on. You know, but I mean, like, and just try to enjoy it. And if it's not tabletop gaming and, you know, if you're afraid, start easy. There's so many easy, mm-hmm. easy games to just dip your toe in. I mean, we're sitting here talking about these, you know, 60-pound boxes and things like that. Um, not every game is Gloomhaven, right. you know. You can get a couple of easy ones that your parents might enjoy or your a friend that's never played is like roll for it or no thanks, you know, easy card games. You, you know, just mentioned are. King Domino. That's another great King Domino. Great one. You know, one of, one of my favorite games of all time, uh, a shout out to my good friends over at AEG is love letter. Mm. Love letter is the best game on the planet. If you're looking for a game that has 16 cards, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I mean, it's just a, one of the most brilliant game designs uh, around, in my opinion. So yeah. there's a lot of stuff out there, folks. There is, there is. And hopefully, you know, if you've got a store, that's the person you can talk to. True. They'll, they'll, you they'll, know, they'll guide you. Hopefully they have call forwarding if they're not at the store <laughs> and they can answer the phone. Yeah. All right. Well, Kylie T. Primus, man, thank you very much for taking the time. And uh, I'm going to get this up and hopefully some other retailers will uh, take a listen. And hopefully there are some ideas that they can implement for their stores. Hey, I appreciate you having me on, Jason. It was a lot of fun. All right, man. Thank you. Take care.